Hey there, are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher and a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the sidereal zodiac, so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to. To get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart, please visit my website, yogiscopes.com slash chart dash calculator. Now let's get started. Glad you're here. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Yogi Scopes podcast. Today is all about the new moon happening next week on Tuesday, June 28th. So FYI, I did not post last week's episode to a to the podcast. I did it as a Facebook Live because my kids have been sick for what seems like two weeks. So I've had very limited childcare because I've been home with them. They just have some bug that keeps coming back. I don't know, kid stuff, whatever. So I haven't had my normal amount of time to work to do the normal processes. So instead of recording the podcast the way I normally do, I did it as a Facebook Live in the yoga and astrology group. And I had the best intentions of uploading it to, you know, just grabbing the audio off of it and uploading it to the podcast. But I didn't get to it because such is life. Um... So FYI that it was, I talked about the full moon and, um, Venus moving into Taurus cause it was last Friday when I recorded it. That was the day that Venus moved into Taurus. So, um, and I just, I talked, it was, it was a good, there was a lot of good info in that. And it was kind of fun to do it as a Facebook live too, because then it was interactive and, um, some folks were able to show up. So more coming on that later. Um, whenever I get my head screwed on straight after, you know, when like, you have sick kids and just everything's unpredictable. Um, and I feel like I'm spending the whole time just rescheduling stuff like classes and whatever. So I don't have any time to like ground and, um, and, and feel like my head's screwed on straight. Right. So anyway, here I am, um, got a quick moment this morning to record this new moon episode. It was it's pretty important to me to get this out in the regular way because we're having a new moon circle this weekend. And again, I haven't had a chance to, you know, all this stuff, like it, you think it would be easy, just like a snap of a fingers. Like I was like, Oh, I'm just going to drop the audio into a podcast episode. But then even that was like weird and hard to get the video downloaded from a private group on Facebook. Anyway, same idea with, um, the new moon circles for me to make a drop-in link for them is like, it's been pretty complicated. So just FYI, I'm behind the scenes, I'm working on something to make it easier, but it is available to the members. And we had a vote, um, in the membership on what time. So we're going to settle on Sundays before the new moon. It will be, um, always like you can just count on when there's a new moon. We'll have our new moon circle on the Sunday immediately before, it so it's following for the rest of the year it's it's largely on the last Sundays of the month of every month um, with the exception of maybe one I'm not sure Um, but so with that said I'm working on something to make this easier for me so that it can just happen more easily and doesn't have to be a huge thing to make a separate drop-in link and then I send out an email to the 
members and they get free access. So this time, if you want to come, there is no drop-in link. Just go ahead and sign up for the membership. It's cheaper anyway. Um, so the new moon circle is going to be this Sunday, June 26th, and our vote landed on 10 a.m. Eastern time. So if you voted in the poll, whenever I, um, the poll was only out to current members. So for whoever voted, you should have got it when, when I closed the poll to, um, you know, decide on the time we voted on, you should have gotten an automatic email with the zoom details. Otherwise I will send it out shortly before the event. It's 10 AM Eastern time on Sunday, about 30 minutes before the event, I'll send out the Zoom details and an email to everybody else so you can have it fresh and handy right when it's time. So just know that that's in the works. Uh, but I don't know. I've been hearing from everybody and myself included that the Saturn retrograde has been pretty Saturn retrograde like um, forward progress. You know, you have these plans to like improve processes like this kind of thing that I'm talking about, like making my calendar process easier and it is not going well. It's just like things keep happening. Obstacles keep coming up, right? Like that's Saturn retrograde and Saturn's just asking us to be diligent and systematic and, uh, put our head down and work, right? Like, so that's another thing I talked about on that full moon Facebook live I did last week. So if you want to go join the yoga plus astrology Facebook group, it's always linked in the show notes. Um, we'd love to have you there. We're building a pretty good fun community in there. So I'd love to see you in there. That way I get to interact with you all. Like, and I record these podcasts and until the Facebook group started, um, getting more participation, I, I rarely heard back from anybody about, you know, what I just shout into the void. So anyway, new moon happening on Tuesday, there will be a new moon circle where we'll do a little bit of a yoga practice together, um, to work with the energy. And then, um, we'll have journaling exercises like always so that you can feel a little bit more clear about your intention setting. It's just a good, you know, so I go over the stuff on the podcast, but the new moon circles are like a place to have the time carved out that you're gonna do the work of actually journaling. And then we can pause and share with everybody and feel supported. It's good stuff. So, um, check that out. It's free for members. Normally I have a drop in link, but life is crazy. So I didn't get the drop in link and I'm just not going to. So this one's only for the members. Um, and yeah, it's, it's cheap. I, normally when I do the drop in, it's $25. Cause I would rather you sign up for the membership anyway. I would rather you join our community with a longstanding type commitment than just drop in here and there. But every once in a while, maybe somebody has like you know, maybe you're a Gemini rising or moon and this, this new moon is happening in Gemini. And so maybe it's feeling like it's impacting you more. I don't know for reasons like that. Maybe, maybe you can't like normally fit it in your life. And so you just want to drop in when you can, I don't know, whatever. So that's why I normally offer it, but I would much rather you be a part of the membership and get the bonus episodes and all the other resources I put in there and be a part of our community. Um, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. So that's why that is that way. So the new moon, um, just a couple days before actually on Sunday, Mars is moving into Aries. So again, I talked about last week in the Facebook group, I talked about, um, Mars being with Jupiter and Pisces and what kind of stuff that, that energy was bringing. But then right before the new moon, it's moving into its own sign of Aries. So Mars rules Aries. And then also on the same day as the new moon, actually in the wee hours of the morning, 
So before the new moon happens, um, Neptune is going retrograde in Pisces. So we're still having this like wonky energy go on around Pisces and Aries. So uh, Rahu is in Aries and Rahu rules the nakshatra, the lunar mansion, Ardra, where this new moon is happening. So the new moon is happening in sidereal Gemini. Um, if you are new around here, we use the sidereal placements, uh, which are more astronomically accurate than the tropical placements anyway. Um, more about that, more resources about that. If you don't know, you can ask me. Um, but so as always, let's talk about the archetypes of the sign and sign of Gemini and nakshatra lunar mansion of Ardra, which just FYI, if you didn't know, or, you know, to repeat it, that nakshatras are lunar mansions. They're a system used by uh, Vedic astrology. That's just a little bit more specific than signs. So, um, there's 27 of them as opposed to 12. So basically if you take the whole 360 degrees of the night sky, um, instead of being divided up by 12, they're, it's divided up by 27, which makes the divisions a little smaller, which means it's just a little bit more specific. So we want to look at the archetypes of both. So Gemini is the twins, right? Like, so sometimes, Gemini catches a lot of flack. You know, everybody's like, Geminis are two-faced. Geminis are crazy, blah, 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 right? But Geminis are, the energy is like being able to see both sides of something, um, which I think can add to this energy of maybe you felt like you've been riding the fence about something or because you can see both sides, right? Um, it also has this like, sort of creative, communicative, fun energy, which is great. Um, I love, personally love Gemini energy. You know, everybody talks about how they're the crazy ones, but crazy is fun sometimes, right? Um, anyway, so and then Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is over there in Taurus with Venus right now. And Taurus is ruled by Venus, so it's just amplifying these creative and um, grounding qualities, sort of. That's That's a good thing. Um, because what I'm getting ready to talk about is how the energy is largely ungrounding right now. Um, so with Mars being with Rahu and the new moon is happening in a Rahu ruled nakshatra. So Ardra is ruled by Rahu. Um, and that's just adding to the kind of upheaval energy. And so Ardra, the archetype of Ardra is ruled by the storm god Rudra. And, um, so it's, so the archetype is a storm, right? Like the storm of transformation, you know, like when a summertime storm, uh, comes through and, um, uh, it just kind of shakes everything up and there's like this notion of like quiet before the storm, but then it gets really windy, which is ungrounding, like, right. Like that's Vada. Um, and so the nakshatra is also, represented by a teardrop so that's water element um but that's also i mean a teardrop is like the the kind of release that comes from having a good cry you know that that feeling um so it can be a time to kind of like sit with some intense emotions and in doing so like when you sit with emotions rather than try to run from them um you know kind of like sit and be in the storm it, you'll come out the other side um 
it'll be like a release, right? Rather than uh, fighting it, sort of. Like when you fight, you know, that's at the, the crux of a lot of what I do. Yoga for trauma has to do with body awareness and emotional awareness. And that saying, I think, I don't know, might come from 12-step programs or something. You got to feel it to heal it. Um, and so that's often like they'll say it in terms of like the fourth step and you have to like um, do this whole personal inventory where you go over like every horrible traumatic thing that ever happened to you or that you ever did, right? And so I have my thoughts about that, right? But um, there's some truth to you got to feel it to heal it. Like I don't necessarily think you need to go back and like relive traumatic events, especially without a well-trained guide, but um, you should sit with some emotions rather than trying to run from them. So we can talk more about that in the new moon circle on Sunday about yoga practices that are good for doing that. Um, cause also FYI y'all, I'm like trying to record this episode super fast because the, my mother-in-law just came over and she's got to work too. So I'm trying to record this episode as fast as I can. Um, so trying not to tangent today. Uh, hopefully I'm doing a good job anyway. So, Rudra, god of storms, is an aspect of Shiva, which is destruction. So there's three main like energy archetypes that any of these nakshatras can be. They can either be related to Brahma, which is creation, Vishnu, which is preservation, or Shiva, which is destruction. So it's this, you know, idea that there's an endless cycle of death and rebirth. Um, but sometimes you're in between the cycles and you're in the maintenance, right? So that's the idea. And this one is destruction. So, um, yeah. So like I was saying, it's, it's a perfect time because of all these, I, I bring up all these archetypes to, to kind of give you an idea because this is the way my mind works. So I, I feel like some people out there must hopefully also find it helpful to, to look at astrology in this archetypal way, right? Like that's why I bring it all up. Um, so the idea of this new moon is that it's, um, it is an aspect of Shiva, so destruction. Um, so basically what I'm trying to get at is if you feel like you've been riding the fence about something or trying to make a decision because like Gemini, you can see both sides of whatever that is, you know, that situation or, you know, decision you're trying to make, um, if you can kind of release or, you know, the destruction, the destructive element of Shiva or like the purification element of a storm. Like you can think of it like the storm of a transformation. It might be kind of like challenging to go through. Like that part's always hard, right? Um, like storms are kind of destructive, you know, sometimes I don't know. This is, uh, I'm going to go on a tangent. I said I wasn't going to, but I am. So I had a friend in school who I'm from North Carolina and we have like hurricanes and, um, lots of thunderstorms. And I had a friend in school who moved to North Carolina cause her parents were in the military. She moved to North Carolina from Alaska and she had never witnessed a thunderstorm before she moved here. So this is like something I kind of took for granted up until then. Cause thunderstorms are just like normal where I live. Like they happen, like there's, there's nothing like a good, like thunderstorm. You watch it from your porch, you know, that's a very Southern, thing to do like just sit out on the covered porch and watch the storm and it's it's destructive right like it might break some plants because it rains really hard the winds might like snap some twigs it might even hail or something 
but um, it's nothing to be scared of unless you've never seen it before. Then it's probably kind of scary. But, you know, you go through a bunch of them and then you're like, oh, this is all right. It's just like a thing that happens. And and after the storm, everything's cooler and quiet and damp and peaceful and like ready for ready for new birth, right? Like that's the idea. That's very, so it's this notion of going from Vada to Kappa. So like Vada, the very windy storm to Kappa is like prime for birth and growth. So that's kind of the energy. That's, that's the archetype. I hope that makes sense. Like right now, this period of the new moon, we're at a point where, um, like you can think of it as like a cosmic storm right now. And then after the new moon, if you are able to make that decision or like go through the transformation instead of running from it, you know, if you run and hide, then nothing will change. Right. But if you let yourself like kind of sit in the storm and and go through the transformation, then you'll come through the other side, like primed for rebirth. And that's the same idea as, um, the whole Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva thing. Like, um, we're going to go through the period of, of Shiva, of destruction, of a storm, and then and then it's Brahma's turn, time to create new stuff. And a new moon, anyway, is a time to set intentions, right? Um, so yeah, so what, this is the question I have to ask you. So we'll just, if you want to do the yoga practice with us, just come to the new moon circle. I promise, like, it's just FYI, like, I'm sharing about my life because it, it's also relevant. Like I'm going through this transformation of like quitting. So every time my kids get sick, I have very limited capacity to focus on things. So what ends up get, getting my focus is the places I teach in town um, in person because there's a time element to that. Like I have a class at a set time, but with this podcast and everything I do like through Yogi Scopes, like the membership, it's there's not like necessarily deadlines unless I impose them on myself. So then when I have to prioritize, I have to prioritize the thing where there's like a deadline, right? And so that's, I'm tired of yogi scopes and and everything that it is kind of like getting pushed to the side. So clearly it's, it's coming to me that I can't keep riding the fence of doing both things. It's time for me to focus on this. So that's kind of the storm, I guess. I'm going through my own personal life and hopefully I'll come out the other side. So we'll talk more about next week, um, actually in July, in in early July. So you'll set your intentions about whatever it is, a a situation you've been kind of riding the fence on. Um, you know, like, like that's a good example. I've been riding the fence between focusing on in-person stuff and focusing on building an online business. And it's, I've reached a point in my life where it's time to focus on one or the other. Right. And, that's the kind of what I'm going through related to this. So maybe you feel like you're going through something that like that in your life. And if you want more clarity around that, I encourage you to jump on the membership because with this podcast episode, I'm also doing a sign by sign for the membership that will drop at the same time. Um, and then Sunday at 10 AM Eastern, we'll have our new moon circle and we'll do some yoga practices and we'll have a chance to kind of feel the energy and journal about it and be like just supported in community. Right. Um, and then, so like I said, on the full moon broadcast I did in the, in the Facebook live last week, it's like, we often, you know, we have our podcast or our, whatever we look up the information, however you get your astrological information, like, and we do our full moon or new moon ritual, like 
whatever you do that, but then how do you carry that energy forth and actually like apply it to your life? That's a lot of what I focused on last week in the Facebook live. Um, it's a good episode. I think even though the full moon's passed, like if, if you haven't, uh, had a chance to listen to it, I recommend it. Just go to the Facebook group and like find me. I'm an admin, Rosemary Holbrook, just find my profile and you can look back in the videos and it's like, you'll find it. Um, or you can message me and I'll send you a link. Um, but anyway, in early July, which I will put out an episode next week, God forbid if something else happens and I don't get to do it, I'll do it as a Facebook live. Dang it. Like I will do it. I will tell y'all about this. Um, in early July will be the time to really set this stuff into motion. So at the new moons and the full moons are really about setting intentions of how you're going to incorporate this stuff into your life. It doesn't just happen on the day of, right? Like you have to, um, implement it over and over again. Like it's not just a once and done usually type thing. Um, like changing our habits and changing our life and manifesting shit. Like it's, it's a process. So we set our intentions on the new or full moon to either release or, or create. But then anyway, so you'll set intentions on this new moon. Probably I would recommend about making some decision, um, to create space and then, you'll spend the kind of next week until early July. And I'll talk more about that next week about how early July is an auspicious time for implementing whatever it is you intend. It's too much to get into right now. So just tune in next week, join the Facebook group. Um, so the kind of journal prompt I have to offer you is what do you feel like you've been riding the fence of or being able to see both sides of and how could it serve you to make a clear decision and come out the other side, even if it feels like a storm to go through, um, what kind of transformation could you set in motion in your life by deciding? And I want to also add that not choosing is a choice. You know, sometimes when you like, um, kind of like, so I know somebody who like had a yoga, I just recently took over a yoga class for somebody because this person was clearly like too busy and kept not showing up. And so finally the supervisor was like, somebody else needs to take over this class. So not making a decision to release things from your life when you feel over committed or over like stretched too thin. It like when you have too many balls in the air, you're juggling, like balls are going to get dropped and the universe is going to decide for you. So the idea is that you need to like really think it through and make that decision. So the universe doesn't make it for you. Um, so, and then you'll make the big, so you'll set your intentions and kind of think it through at this new moon. And then we'll talk more about next week about how more ideas to set that into motion in your life, because obviously like going through a storm, it's, it's stormy. Like it's not just gonna be a once and done thing probably. Um, so if there's some kind of transformation that you want to set in motion in your life, something you've been kind of riding the fence about, um, it's time to make a decision and remember that not choosing is also a choice. Um, and so to bring it all back home, circle back to the beginning, Mars being in Aries, uh, it moves into Aries right before the new moon. So that's going to give you some of the energy to kind of set this into motion, especially because Rahu is there in Aries. So there's this kind of element of change and upheaval and obsession going on towards wherever Aries is in your chart. 
and you can get the birth chart decoder. If you want help figuring that out, you go to yogiscopes.com slash chart, you get your chart, and then there'll be a little pop-up. And also on the bottom of the page, you can sign up to get the birth chart decoder. It's a worksheet to help you understand your birth chart. It's free. Um, so is the, the chart. Um, and so, yeah, so you just find some clarity around, you know, whatever the transformation is for you and set your intentions because Mars being in Aries is going to help you have the strength to carry it out. Mars is like off the charts strong right now. It's like the strongest planet, um, or at least at the time of the new moon and, and going forward. So, um, so we'll talk more about it in the new moon circle. I hope to see you there. And also I'm about to record the, um, membership sign by sign. So jump in the, in the membership to get the sign by sign and join us in the new moon circle. And I hope to see y'all there. Let me know if I can be of any more support to you. I'm grateful that you're here. Take care.